Welcome to the Engage podcast from BlackBot, the podcast for people dedicated to purpose-driven work. From nonprofit fundraising and finance to grant making, education, and corporate social responsibility, we're talking with sector experts and thought leaders about the best practices and latest trends that will help you grow your impact. Hello and welcome everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us today for this conversation about Doctor's Day. My name is Tracy Bazzelli, and I'm the Managing Director for Healthcare Vertical and Customer Success at BlackBot. As you know, Doctor's Day is coming up on March 30th, and it's a great opportunity for hospital foundations and healthcare organizations to raise the awareness and funds by engaging your patients, engaging your donors, and engaging communities at large. And I am delighted to have Paul St. Ange, who is the co-founder of Doing Good Digital, joining me today. Paul has a ton of experience working with healthcare and hospital foundations on their grateful patient programs, their marketing strategy, and of course, their Doctor's Day campaign. So welcome to the podcast, Paul. Great. Thank you, Tracy. So excited to be here. Nice to see you again. Thank you. I've actually been fortunate enough to work with Paul for many years, but many of you may not have met him. Um, you may not have seen him at conferences, but he, he does get around, especially in healthcare circles. So for Paul, for those of us in our audience that are new to meeting you, could you give us an overview of your background and experience, specifically mentioning anything that you've been doing with our healthcare organizations? Yeah, no, definitely. More than happy. Uh, yeah, very quickly, based in on the West Coast, I'm in the LA area, doing good digital. We are a, an agency of about 14 people. Uh, we really focus on digital fundraising for hospitals and hospital foundations, most recently, a lot of our work has been focused on helping hospitals um, set up the whole data process and strategy process to email patients recently after they visited the hospital. So, yeah, and of course, with that, Doctor's Day and all the other tent, tent pole campaigns we certainly get involved in. So, yeah, work with clients across the country and yeah, excited to hopefully add some value today. <laughs> So thanks for sharing your background with us, Paul. Let's talk generally about Doctor's Day um, and why it's important and an important opportunity for healthcare organizations to engage their donors and the larger community. Yeah, definitely. Well, certainly there's been a lot of thought and discussion recently, even amongst our clients or when I'm at conferences on the overall sort of goals of Doctor's Day. Um, so we're kind of seeing two camps. We're seeing one camp that are keeping this as a traditional traditional fundraising opportunity with direct mail, email campaigns that are going out, matching social posts, asking people to make a donation. Um, and then we're seeing some camps that are more stewardship focused. Um, so really focused on rather than um, asking your donors for a donation, asking your donors to honor a caregiver or send a message or post something on a virtual wall. And the, the second opportunity, it does... I think there's been a pivot to that strategy because also helping build morale and inspire the caregivers that are on the front lines. I think that's been a really big thing for them. So I think both ways are great. I think depending if a client really wants to focus on stewardship this year, I think it's still a tremendously important campaign because it's an opportunity to steward your donors. It's an opportunity to test things throughout the year or test things at doctor's day that could be more valuable throughout the year. And then again, if it's, if fundraising, if fundraising is the goal or acquisition is the goal, certainly there's only so many times throughout the year where you can make that ask. Um, so Doctor's Day is a key component to that. Oh, that's a really good point. Um, and I have heard many of our customers talking about a pivot away from 
treating that potential donor like a transaction. There's many opportunities to engage and share information. And I love the idea about uh, building up morale and, and thanking caregivers. So I'm going to get back to that item first. But for the hospitals that are looking um, on the fundraising side, specifically donor acquisition, mm-hmm. um, can you talk about kind of like how they can leverage Doctors Day for donor acquisition? Yeah, yeah for sure. And acquisition is certainly a big focus in everything that we do. And sort of, um, if we take a step back and think of, okay, so what is, what is, and I'm talking mainly from a digital standpoint, but what does acquisition look like from a, a digital standpoint? Um, typically, we're acquiring new donors in two ways. The first way is we're getting patients that have recently visited the hospital. We're sending out emails or introducing them to the foundation or to the hospital and we're letting them know how they can contribute. Um, the other way that we're acquiring donors is more traditionally through um, downloads or people that are organically just come to the website. So, um, but going back to that first strategy, which we're definitely seeing, which is more popular or growing in popularity, more and more clients and hospitals are starting to email those patients right after they visit the hospital. Um, the messaging in those acquisition campaigns is typically around honoring a caregiver. So that message is, again, it's coming maybe a week, a month, but pretty recently after a patient visits the hospital with that the message asking someone to honor a recent caregiver or honor a doctor that they visited in the hospital. So, but for that, um, for that potential donor, that's usually the only time they're really seeing that message. It's right after they had that visit. And if they don't convert, they might not see that message again or that call to action for a while. So um, we definitely see Doctor's Day as a real opportunity for putting that honor your care, honor your caregiver messaging front and center and really using that as an opportunity for maybe somebody that visited the hospital six months ago, they got a few of your emails, they got a few of your newsletters, uh, but now they're actually tired. They're ready to, to honor that caregiver. Well, I love um, that. Is it like you could have engaged them before. They didn't respond. Now they know that Doctor's Day is an event that's coming up. So you reach out to that totally. uh, you know, hospital visitor again. And, and maybe then at that point, they want to give steward or thank the donor or the staff or yeah. the care. And then that lets you know that they're more engaged. So is that I, then you take that further and then potentially take that to the next step beyond engagement? Yeah, that's what I like. That's like such a, I mean, you're exactly right. So when I think of like the whole donor journey or that whole donor arc, patient visits the hospital, patient gets a couple of emails, introducing them to the hospital, asking them to make a donation or honor a caregiver. And then what do you do? Then we have this acquisition pool within our email database that we hopefully need to engage and steward throughout the year. And so really our goal is when you're not in these tentpole campaigns like Doctor's Day or Given Tuesday or end of year, we really need to be engaging that patient file or engaging that acquisition file, whether it's with great content, video, stories, downloads, et cetera. And then when you get to one of these tentpole moments um, like Doctor's Day, um, that's your chance to convert. So, so I guess maybe like the short answer to all of this is, Every like we definitely encourage all of our clients to constantly be build, constantly be building up an email list of potential donors, like a, a large acquisition file. And usually that acquisition file are patients that recently visited the hospital. But then the strict the trick is to really engage that patient file throughout those 12 months. Um, again, and then when we get to one of those tentpole moments like Doctor's Day, 
that's more going to get that conversion and get that acquisition. Yeah, that's fantastic. So let me talk a little bit about, or let's talk about a little bit of your existing donor file, your current donors, individuals who might have been giving to the hospital, you know, one time or for years. How can you leverage a Doctor's Day event on your existing donor file? Yeah, definitely so many options. And I, when we think of, I think when we're planning Doctor's Day, um, we always want to take a step back and look at what's the segmentation strategy. So typically we'll have our existing donor file. That might include live ones or side ones. And then we'll also have our acquisition file. So people that are, have never um, donated, to, donated to the hospital. Well, that makes sense. Um, but in addition, we might also have, I mean, depending on your data, hygiene and everything and how you're tracking um, all of your data, we might also be able to sub-segment and have identified patients within those segments. So you might have existing donors that are patients or that have been identified as patients and existing donors who are non-patients. And same thing with your acquisition file. So in terms of targeting those existing donors, again, starting with a segment of those existing donors, we would encourage um, developing slightly separate message, slightly separate messaging for those existing donors that are patients and those existing donors that are not patients. Um, so that's step one, because I think when you can really speak to someone or, or, or speak to the fact that you know they're a patient, you know they've visited the hospital, hopefully they've had good care. It allows you to speak in a slightly different manner than how you would speak to someone who you don't know is a patient or maybe they were supporting for some other reason. So that's probably the, the main thing that we look at when we're looking, to, looking at conversion um, for the existing file. Uh, but then other, other opportunities, because they're an existing donor, um, one strat- we, we certainly know their giving history. So because it's digital um, and because we use obviously a lot of Blackboard tools, we're able to use things like dynamic gift arrays. So depending on what someone has given in the past, we can adjust the gift string on the donation form to match that. So we wouldn't want to send someone who's made a $500 gift or $1,000 gift in the past and send them to a donation form that only has you know, $25 or $50 options on there. And then maybe well, just I like... Definitely mean you have to have a strong database that feeds into your... Um, email um, engagement tool because that segmentation is so important and also that you've got the right campaign series set up that make, that makes a lot of sense that you'd want to take all that into perspective when you're building that file. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, and there's a couple, there's uh, two ways that we see it. I mean, certainly probably most of the listeners are, are probably on Razor's Edge. So most of our clients uh, build their queries within Razor's Edge and they'll push that to the email platform. So to something like Luminate Online. But then for some clients, we do store that historical giving data inside of Luminate Online or inside of their email platform. And then that allows us to to even customize things a little bit further. And then maybe just related to the uh, sort of speaking to your existing existing file and talking about segmentation, I think personalization is another big topic amongst a lot of our customers. So um, hopefully our clients are throughout the years, they're engaging their donors throughout the year. They've got opportunities where they're collecting information from their customers so one or from their donors so one popular concept is on a welcome series having a survey option so on the welcome series there might be and it doesn't have to be a formal survey but just a question like hey what are you most interested in or why did you make your donation um, to our hospital um, and then having three options such as maybe it's education resources maybe it's the care they received maybe it's the research the hospital is performing um, and then getting people to click that and giving you that data 
then you can start to segment or modify the content even further. Um, oh, yeah. So that's been, a, that's been a nice strategy as well for existing donors. Which makes a lot of sense because I think the more personalized it is, the more your open rates and click-through rates and conversion is just because that donor recognizes that you – or recipient recognizes that you really know them. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, through the years of working with you, I've heard so many fantastic stories you shared, you know, from existing customers and all the different varieties of campaigns you've worked on. But do you have any like unique or standout Doctor's Day ideas that you can share that you've worked on? Anything that you don't have to mention the account name or the uh, hospital name? <laughs> yeah. Any great things that you think would be worthy of sharing with our audience today? Yeah. I mean, I think of uh, going back to the first uh, sort of question that we, we, were, we were discussing how like some some hospitals are are really focused on stewardship and some hospitals are more focused on making this a, a pure fundraising campaign. Um, we did have one client that wanted to test both, both options. So what we did with that client is um, we had two sort of overarching segments. We had some sub segments, but the two overarching segments were the acquisition group and also the existing donor group. Um, and so for the acquisition group, we felt like just based on where this client was in their journey, um, we felt that it would make more sense to um, take a more stewardship approach uh, with the acquisition file. So asking the acquisition file to honor a caregiver um, and leave a message uh, for a caregiver on a landing page. So, um, oh, however, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I said, that's so interesting. I love that. Yeah. And then and the cool thing was on the, on the thank you page, we had a, we sort of daisy chained it and had a donation form on the thank you page. So if someone, if an acquisition file, if someone did make a donation, thank you page, or someone did leave a message, the thank you page um, would allow them to make a donation. Um, and then for the regular file, the existing donors, we just did a typical, uh, or I shouldn't say typical, but we did a, a doctor's day campaign where we had CTAs talking about caregivers and the great work that they're doing. It was a three or four part email campaign um, focused on the day. And surprisingly, the acquisition group did a lot better. So uh, the acquisition group, even though it was kind of like a two-step process where they were leaving a message, then they're making a donation, um, that one actually performed better than the email series going out to existing donors. So we thought that was really cool. So that really, for, for all of our clients, we really, you know, I think if clients do want to focus more on stewardship um, and finding ways to get more messages for their caregivers, I think that's a great option. I love that. I love it that the you know, grateful patient or hospital visitor was able to leave that message, which kind of like builds up, makes probably the doctors and caregivers that receive that message feel great. But they're also like, you're kind of tugging on somebody's heartstring when you're being, when you're being grateful back to somebody who's providing care to you, like it's a natural next step to make that donation. So I, I actually could see where, where that yeah. would work. And I think a lot of people get fearful that they're maybe asking somebody for a gift when they're missing out oh, the opportunity to, to get a giver gift. But I kind of feel like, if you feel compelled about the mission, and I get these requests all the time, if you pull and tug on my heartstrings, I'm going to give you another gift at that <laughs> moment because it is an event. Right. It is a Doctor's Day campaign. So, you know, right. I think it's a great opportunity. And, you yeah. know, and, go ahead. Oh, I was going to jump in. Yeah, I was going to jump in too because it doesn't have to be – and it doesn't – I mean, I think when we think of engagement – and there's probably some people that are listening out there that have done like so many Honor a Caregiver campaigns – so it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, select your doctor or who was your doctor, send them a message. There could be other ways to um, get some sort of interaction. So maybe there's an online message board. So you have a landing page with a message board. People can post a message. 
Um, maybe there's a photo someone can upload. Uh, maybe there's something they can download. So just coming up with different types of ways to get people to engage with you, and then that which could lead to a donation form. But the auto caregiver, it, it does work. <laughs> it does. It does continue. And actually, it reminds me of we had another. Um, there's another client on the West Coast. Um, this is a few years ago now, but they had. Um, they really were interested in doing some testing for their doctor's day. And I will say, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but like for those of you that are hesitant to, to do a full doctor's day campaign, just based on the effort, using it as a testing opportunity is such a huge opportunity. So especially in digital. So whether you're testing like sender name, CTAs, uh, the tone of your voice, um, imagery, great opportunity just to see what's working. And with all of our clients, we really like to use all these campaigns throughout the year to test. So then by the time we get to um, end of year appeal, Giving Tuesday, fall appeal even, we've really got these things uh, understood so we can run better campaigns at that point. So, But anyways, going back to this client who was doing some testing, uh, they really wanted to – they used to run um, a more broad um, call to action, so more of a general Doctor's Day appeal with a call to action to donate. But then they thought, well, what if we branded a program to have people donate? So they came up with a brand and we'll just call it like, you know, gifts of hope or what have you. So from a testing standpoint, they came up with a control group. The control group got just a regular standard appeal um, asking for a donation. The test group got more of a appeal asking for people to be part of this specific group called gifts of hope, which I'm just using as an example. The test group actually did way better. So from the results, um, the R, this was heavily, there was a big direct mail component to this campaign. So the uh, direct, the ROI on the actual campaign was almost on that, on the test group was almost double. And the acquisition numbers on the test group was al also almost double. Um, and so then the following year, um, the client then shifted the entire strategy to put the, to make the entire campaign focused on that specific named group. So just, Again, going back to the whole testing strategy, like use this as an opportunity. Like there's always something we can be learning. Like we know most of the revenue is going to come in Q4. So how can we, what can we learn at Doctor's Day or some of these other campaigns to make sure we're more effective? I love that. So even if there's a main strategy, having some component of it that you're testing so you can continue to improve and get better for the following year is a really good, um, I think, uh, suggestion. And I know, you know, just from talking to you um, over many years, you know, the planning that goes into having a successful doctor's day is key. You know, making sure, like you said, that you know what your goal is. Is it acquisition? Is it fundraising? Is it stewardship? Mm -hmm. Is it building um, up the momentum and morale of your existing staff? It is a combination of those. And then thinking about your segmentation strategy, messages you mm -hmm. need from those. And, and all of that can actually take quite a bit of time to do it really well and really effectively. But March 30th isn't that far away. Um, and we might <laughs> no. have people who are listening that are behind eight ball with getting prepared. So I'd yeah. love to know if you have any advice to them on what they can still do now to have a successful doctor's day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Probably too late now to get a direct mail campaign out the door. Uh, or maybe not, depending on your, your agency or how you get your direct mail done. Uh, but from a digital standpoint, yeah, definitely still opportunity. I feel like when we think of some of the basics when it comes to a successful Doctor's Day campaign, um, warming up the audience is part of it. So uh, I know there's not a lot of time between 
now and the end of the month or the end of March. But so real quick, though, warming up the audience, you mean like you send out a, your campaign starts with a certain kind of message? Or just like even if you have a newsletter that's going out at the start of March, like consider maybe like featuring a doctor, starting to like put some of the doctor's day messaging in a newsletter. We have some clients that do impact emails every month as well. So if you've got, so we like to recommend typically having at least a couple of pieces of non-solicitation each month. So I'd recommend if there's time, if you have some non-solicitation communication that's going out at the start of month, start to tease out the fact that Doctor's Day is coming up, maybe tease out some some nice stories about some of the doctors that are on your staff. Um, so I'd start with that. Um, that'd be number one. Um, and then number two is yeah, setting your setting up your campaign schedule. The, de- the deadline is key. Do- I mean, Doctor's Day is always a specific day every year. So really focusing on driving things towards a deadline. That's always really important. Creating that sense of urgency in all of your copy. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. There's yeah, so many... There's so- yeah, so many things. Yeah, last day to give a gift, right. so you want to make sure that yeah. you're getting that countdown going on. So, like that, those are, those are good recommendations. And I'm probably yeah. just like not doing. If you haven't really planned for long in advance, um, not going too big with how many segments you're targeting. But you know, you know, basically, you're probably right. Campaign calendar out. Actually, you're right. Like, I feel like if, like, given that we're so close, you haven't started planning. I mean, you could still get out. You could. I would just treat it as a stewardship opportunity. Maybe there's not going to be enough time to really have a complex segmentation strategy with like gift arrays based on past giving amounts, but you could really send something more generic to a wider audience and use that as a, a stewardship opportunity to, to just keep your, keep your donor file engaged. Yeah. I like that. Um, well, uh, Paul, you know, you work with a lot of our customers in a variety of different ways. I've seen um, individuals bring you on to improve their use of Luminate online. If they're an existing customer work with new Luminate customers on building out their um, solution and actually their plan. Recently, we've definitely seen a big uptick in um, organizations who want to build on a digital part of their Grateful Patient program. And even Mm -hmm. some customers of ours are looking to outsource their complete program. So they've got an agency um, that knows the tool and can bring the the kind of design elements and strategy into it. but I'd love to give our listeners today and our audience um, access to you and know how to contact you if they'd like to engage with your organization to maybe just get ideas from you about how doing a digital could help them. So could you tell our audience how they can reach you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can be reached at, and thank you, Tracy, for the endorsement. But yeah, I can, I can reach that uh, paul at doinggoodagency.com um, or you can visit doinggoodagency.com. And yeah, reach out. As, as Tracy mentioned, we not just help with the digital funding, fundraising strategy, creative. Um, we also work a lot with BlackBot tools, specifically Luminate Online, um, and helping organizations set up that automated process of once a patient uh, visits the hospital, ensuring we're getting some communication out to those patients uh, in a timely manner, and eventually, hopefully, upgrading them to a donor. So we do a lot of, a lot of, gr- a lot of work in that area. That is great information. Um, Paul does work, obviously, with other online engagement tools, but he's um, his uh, or their company knows Razor's Edge NXT and Illuminate Online very well. And if you see, look in the show notes, you'll find some more resources from BlackBot on Doctor's Day. Um, we're also hosting a webinar series with Paul doing a digital that encompasses several different topics. So I'll definitely encourage you guys all to see that link and to register for those upcoming 
um, events that we're going to have. So, Paul, again, thanks so much for joining our audience today. Um, look forward to having another podcast episode with you in the future. Yeah, cool. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. It was, uh, it was great um, chatting and being on my very first podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Great job. Thank you. <laughs> See ya.